You're listening to the All In Podcast with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's do this. Let's do this. Welcome to the All In Podcast, the podcast that brings you a new perspective on the dental industry. Blake, how are you, buddy? I'm good, man. I think we should have your mom do our intro, though. Like, she's our number one fan. She's earned that. Right. Well, I do think we need to do an episode of my mom talking about her experience on the cruise ship that was lost at sea. The cruise ship the, chronicles, of course, we need to hear this. This has been. She crazy. would be. It would be the thrill of her lifetime too. She's <laughs> truly our biggest fan. Clearly, my biggest fan. And I'm sure you'd have a lot of interesting questions to ask her. How she screwed me up so bad. <laughs> what happened? That's all we want to know. She, so she, one little funny thing about my mom, she used to tell everybody, well, my son's gifted. And what I think she got confused was there was the gifted class and then there was the special class. And I think I was the special class, but she got that mixed up. <laughs> so how are you, man? What's up? Uh, you went MIA on me today. I had, to, I had to do a wellness check. I did. You know, I've been doing pretty good with everything mentally and, and being really positive more so than I expected myself to be. And Kind of last night, this morning, I just, I had this anxiety kind of, and just this, I don't know what it was, almost like anger and frustration. And I did, couldn't put like a, a point on it, you know, but it was just this this thing on my back. And, and luckily I've kind of got over that now uh, throughout the day. So I just popped open a Corona. So I feel a little bit better. <laughs> That's but the yeah, true sorry, man. through this. No, you know, it's, it, I think you should be honest about it so that other people can hear and understand because it's happened to me last night. It happened to Lace. Uh, she was laying in the bathtub and she had been kind of acting just a little weird. And earlier in the day, she was like, man, I'm super yachty. I don't even know why she's like, I was in my office and I was just getting angry at you. I don't even know why I was. And then she was doing a bath at the end of the day and laying there. And, you know, uh, I walked in and she's like, man, I'm losing my mind right now. She's like, I, I just. Being working from home, you're used to this, but I'm I just I'm losing my mind here, just feeling like I can't leave, like this whole quarantine thing. And so it, it hit her yesterday. But I've seen it's it's happened to all of us. I mean, it just it, I think we're yeah. we're trying to adjust this new lifestyle. Uh and and being forced to and it's not like it's getting easier, right? I like today no. I saw a Black Hawk helicopter flying over my property. I've never oh, seen milita- military helicopters or anything like that fly over our area. We're not in a we're not near an airport or no, near a city not. or anything. No. Man, so, yeah, I don't know. It's that irrational. I was getting that too with my wife and and bless her heart because she wasn't doing it back to me. No nonsensical, irrational, just kind of frustrated, angry, doing it with my boys too, which of course you feel horrible. They're bouncing off the walls. We had to push this podcast back 15 minutes because I could not get them to bed. Um, time's almost irrelevant now. It's just a weird yeah. scenario that's going on and, and I'm having trouble, like I was doing well and now I'm having trouble adjusting to it. I don't know what that is. So, um, I've had like know. 10, I would say like eight to 10 conference calls a day. Ugh. And so for me, I've stayed busy and, and, or doing these happy hours. Like I've done three of these virtual happy yeah. hours. We're doing the virtual yoga tomorrow. They've actually been as good as for me as they are for the people that join as well. Like I needed these outlets and these social gatherings and they've been awesome. Like Lace loves You forget how much you really need people, especially somebody like me who's like, I get my energy from, from others, you know? True. No, absolutely. No, it's, 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 I think that's the key component here is look, we're all going to get a little stir crazy. I think over the next 
two weeks, we're really going to start kind of getting antsy. Um, I saw today that Virginia is not allowing you to go back until I think April 24th, you know, Florida being May 7th and today's date is what the 25th. Yeah. March 25th. So, you know, we've basically got almost 30 days still of this thing. Uh, well, I'll tell you states. what though, it does make getting high quality guests for the podcast a lot easier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I haven't, it's been so easy to get content this, this week. Uh, it's good, but you know, I mean, I, I think that Everything will return back. I think we'll see a big rush when everything normalizes. We open the doors again, you know, and then it then it'll kind of taper back down. But you know, it, it's just waiting, twirling your thumbs, deciding what to do with your team members. I mean, we had a conversation last night with a group of people who are you know going to have to consider you know some tough choices for their practices and stuff. Um, yeah, you know, and and for businesses, I saw uh, one of the big DSOs laid off a lot of people. Uh, Which one was it? Or do you not want to? Let's not name it. No, I, that, I think it's, it's. I don't want to blame anybody. It's not a blame game. It's just no, no, no. I think every and, and I'll be honest. Like even small practices, they're not pointing fingers because they're about to be in the same boat, or, or they already are. But um, it was clear choice. Um, oh yeah, clear choice. And they had a great year last year. It wasn't like they were doing bad. I think it said that all their employees kind of post a universal message. The ones that were laid off, you could see that there was some type of peace gathering that happened because the way everybody left was very, you know, thank you to Clear Choice. We appreciate it. So that was kind of. You don't really see that often. So Yeah, um, I, I texted you about Gino Simone. He's a guy, I've never met him in person. He was with Strawman for years, I believe. And it's one of these guys, I guess he was at Clear Choice kind of leading their new directive. And um, all I've ever heard over the years, I'd love to meet him sometime, from his competitors, like executives from his competitive companies when he was at Strawman, was that he's the best. He's just an amazing guy. So I'd love to reach out to him sometime, pick his brain on what's going on, because he was thanking them in a way. And talking about the CEO being great, even though they had to let the whole team go, which is kind of crazy. So, but, um, but let's bring it back more in a positive realm. <laughs> so I'm actually stoked about this guest today. Uh, Cause we get to talk to a lot of in- influencers in the dental community all the time. And what's interesting guys like David Atia, David Wong, a bunch of our other buddies, uh, we, we ask them all the time, like, who do you like to follow? And we get the same answer every single time. This guy's always included. And, and Welcome to the podcast, Dr. Alan Apkatar. How are you, sir? How are you, buddy? How's it going? It's going well. <laughs> you got a hurt there for a bit. It's up and down, really, for me. <laughs> well, uh, well I, sm- I read a little, uh, you know, we're, we're all getting these messages on our phones uh, every every few hours about, you know, jokes about, about isolation and so on. So I got a good one today. I'll read to you. Eighth day of self-isolation, and it's like Vegas in my house. We're losing money by the minute. Cocktails are acceptable at any hour, and nobody knows what time it is. <laughs> That's, That's spot on, on, man. That's fantastic. <laughs> um, That's hilarious. That's how I feel. No, it's it's the truth. I mean, like we've been. Everybody's just kind of like, "What do I do at eleven o'clock on a Tuesday now?" Like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like what the hell? I don't even know what to do with my time, and the family's already bored with you, so they're out doing their own thing outside or whatever. Well, and when you got kids at home, it's even harder to manage that time because they don't care, you know. Yeah, or, or you yeah. want to kill them, or you want to kill them. Because <laughs> well, not- yeah. Right. smother them to heaven something like that exactly exactly <laughs> so yeah like Especially i feel like every day every day is like a groundhog day now yeah it yeah. really is a hundred percent it's like it's just this weird thing like the only thing only saving grace i have is i live in a golf course and that's the one sport that you can kind of go and do with social distancing and uh, <laughs> sure. 
That's so good. that's kind of been my saving grace, my mental relief at times. And so the boys take a nap and I'll try to grab nine if it's possible. So, um, but then it's been rainy too. So when, how is it in Toronto right now? Well, um, you know, weather wise, weather wise, is that what you want to know? Or, or quarantine wise? <laughs> all the above. All, all of the, the above. above. Anything you'd like to share? COVID-19 wise. Um, <laughs> so today was actually in a really nice day outside. Um, I'd say in uh in your term uh but i'd say 60 fahrenheit on our on our uh celsius uh thermometers it's about uh, you mean the logical way to yeah exactly <laughs> exactly it's about uh it was high of probably like 13 14 so it was nice sunny so it was nice to be outside um from the isolation perspective look i mean it's bouncing around we we we're shut down um it'll be two weeks on monday um, same thing with dental emergency only, and you've got the pro- have to have the proper PPE stuff in your office. Um, no elective procedures, and we're from our college in Ontario. Uh, we're not allowed to go back till April sixth. Now that's going to change. Obviously, they haven't made another announcement because uh, kids were supposed to go back to school April sixth, but they already said that's not happening. They already told us that the government already said they're not. It's not happening. There's not even a date in set in, in stone. Yeah. So either <laughs> either they're going back beginning of May or they're done for the year. Kids. Well, that's um, what we're hearing here in, in in Georgia. We're seeing that they're most likely going to have kids just be done for the year. Yeah. Which exactly. My wife. Yeah. My my sister mind. like <laughs> my sister in law called my wife today and she was like, "I'm losing it. Like having to teach these kids." And I think the older the kids are, it may be even more difficult because well, you're trying to. You know what I mean? With at least I can do the math that my kindergartner's trying to learn. <laughs> you know, addition and simple subtraction. I've got that down, son. The long division, <laughs> I'd be screwed. Well, absolutely. So I mean, you know, you're homeschooling these kids. Uh, you know, they're they're getting frustrated. They want to go outside. They're stuck in the house. You know, and then when they come outside in the street, you're trying to keep them away from their friends to play a basketball game on on, yeah. on the driveway. Well, that's not social distancing. You know, so. Yeah. <laughs> And, no, from, yeah. and from, the, from the dental perspective, I mean, uh, from me personally, I, I go, 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 go. I see tons of patients throughout the day, whether it's surgery, consults, follow-ups, you know, throughout the day, Monday to Friday. And for me to sit, be sitting at home twiddling my thumbs and trying to find something to do, it's, it's killing me uh, slowly but surely, you know. I think you realize how busy of a lifestyle you live during this process, right? I think we're all realizing how busy we stay and, you know, it, it's – it, you need some kind of distraction, but then you turn on TV and literally all sports are canceled. You've already watched everything on Netflix that's available at this point. And then uh, it's, so there's the news and you're like, you don't want to watch that. So, you know, it's, it's, we're definitely trying to find I, 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 uh, new ways to entertain ourselves. I saw how Shane did the uh, coffee, the K cup uh, parachutes. I, I thought that was pretty yeah, cool. One of the, uh, yeah. Arts and crafts time to share. We actually collected worms today. So we got in the garden and dug up a bunch of worms and tomorrow we're going to go fishing. <laughs> so so I go. picked up a good show. If you're looking for a good one. Oh, please. Um, on Amazon prime. Okay. Okay. Uh, hunters. Have you oh, heard of it? oh uh, yeah. It's so good. Love it that. Show. So good. Oh my God. I'm sorry. It's, it's, it has like a, Pulp Fiction, Quentin Tarantino-ish kind of vibe. Yeah, hundred you know? <laughs> percent. Oh yeah, and yeah, it's, it's very gory and like oh, I love it. Gruesome, I love that. You know? Al Pacino, he's yeah. good in this one. He hasn't been good in anything in a little while. I know. How do you really go wrong? Good. I mean, no, you know? he can't. No, so, great, great 
recommendation right there. I think I'm six or seven episodes in right now. And I'm just like, you watch the first five minutes. You're like, oh my Lord, Absolutely. what the hell is going on? It's amazing. Yeah. Like oh, the it, first episode, all of a sudden they, they come into the backyard. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, is this uh, is this like a joke or I don't get that. I don't, I, I, I'm like, what the <laughs> heck is going on here? <laughs> well, the nice no, thing is we're not going to have to go to a movie theater anymore pretty soon. I think they're going to make movies direct to DVD now or direct to streaming now. Oh, they, they were, they were kind of moving that way anyways. They yeah. Might go for it we bought uh the birds of prey last night that uh harley quinn movie or whatever and um yeah was i mean it, it, it was awesome actually very good but they yeah that this the streaming feature is awesome i'm loving this I, i'm not a movie theater guy so if i can just watch it direct at home on a friday night i'm game man yeah, I, I disagree I, there's some movies i still want to watch in the theater yeah you, you know like that old school feel you know you go back to movie theater i mean i used to go to movie theaters every weekend when i was you know in, in university and stuff it was fun and, you know, once you get into the swing things, you know, life, hustle and bustle, like you said, you're busy all the time. You don't, yeah. ha- you don't find time to do it anymore, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was so bored, Blake, that he agreed to come on our podcast. <laughs> this is how bad life has gotten. I ended up on the All In podcast. So tell me your story. So where, you're, you're originally, you're Ukrainian, right? Well, okay. So I was born in Toronto. My parents are from, okay. uh, from Kiev, Ukraine. Um, well, okay. if you, back when they left, it was USSR. So if you ask my parents yeah. where they're from, they'll say Russia or USSR because there was no division of Ukraine or whatever. It was all Russia or USSR at the time. So they left in, um, they left in 74. Okay. They lived almost a year outside, uh, Rome in Italy. And then they, they came to, uh, Canada. It was either us or Canada. They had papers for both. They decided to come to Canada. And I was born uh, in Toronto. Nice, nice. Yeah. Do you still you speak any Ukrainian or Russian? Russian, I speak, okay. I speak, I speak fluently. Uh, I'd say a, 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 there's a good chunk of offices that I like. So I'm. I'll explain to you how I work in just a little bit, but I do speak Russian. And I even speak to a lot of patients in Russian. Really? Okay. Wow. Is there a, yeah. is there a decent population of Russians in that area? Yeah, I'd say. Um, you know, New York's the biggest, you know, in, in North yeah, America, I would say. Sure. Then Miami. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Miami's a lot. Uh, you know, Los Angeles is pretty, uh, pretty big. Uh, and I'd say New York uh, and then Toronto comes next because I think the population of uh, Russians is, you know, a good uh, couple hundred grand, hundred, couple hundred thousand, hundred, a hundred, maybe at least hundred oh, thousand wow. Russians. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot. Wow. It's a lot. And it's, it's, it's growing all the time. So I mean, well, can you tell us a little bit about your practice and, and the setup? Because you, you were about to get into that, and yeah. I'd love to hear it. So actually, it's, it's funny. I'm basically a mobile implant practic- practitioner. You've heard this model before. There's, sure. I'm, I'm sure there's more of them uh, out there. But I've been doing this already for, I'd say, almost 15 years. This style of, of practice. Um, so basically. I'm in probably a dozen different. Well, wow, you started early because most of the guys I've only heard of that in the last five years, five to six years. Early. Yeah. So that's been you're one yeah. of the first. So the, a lot of the, a lot of the guys would would hear about it and they contact me. And they'd be like, "How did you set up? What did you do? How do you carry equipment? What do you use? How did you advertise yourself?" I get all these questions all the time. Um, so now, I mean, it's it, it's become more popular. I mean, because you know. A lot of the GPs now want to keep stuff in house. You know, they don't want to press sure. send it, send out to the specialist, and you know, so what they bring in specialists into their office or other types of uh, practitioners in, so they keep everything under one roof. 
So I started this about 15 years ago. And what happened was it just fell my lap. I didn't even market myself. What happened was I, as, as a lot of people start off at a dental school, I started placing noble biocare implants. Mm-hmm. And at the time the, the rep, uh, she was a real go-getter and she was like, you know, there's an office here that needs somebody to place implants. Oh, there's an office here that will, would you be interested? I'm like, okay, sure. And it was just word of mouth, word of mouth. And, um, and then I got up to the point where I had like 18 different offices that I was going to. It was, Holy it was cow. Yeah, it was crazy. What? Yeah. How do you it keep was, up with that? I mean, how, what's your organizational skill to keep up Oh, I bet you were slanging that? implants in yeah. there, man. So that's why <laughs> I cut back. Now, I'm, now I tell people, yeah, I used to be, uh, I used to have, they're like, how many offices are you in? 12. 12. I'm like, yeah, 12. They're like, whoa, that's crazy. I'm like, actually, I used to be in like 18. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> like, scaling back. Yeah, yeah scaling back. Exactly. So what but I, I love the fact that you said you had a, the Nobel rep was a real go-getter. And, you know, I work for BioHorizons. I'm an implant rep. Yeah. A bunch of our buddies are. But it, I love that you said that because that's a great partnership because I'm sure that at every office you went to that she threw you in, you guys ordered a bunch of Nobel implants. So that's a great yeah. partnership. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what ended up happening was I started going to all these offices um, and I was placing Nobel. I mean, listen, I graduated in 06, so it's coming on 15 years. And right out the out the, out the shoot, I started... Uh, I did a residency, okay, a hospital residency, and I was working while I was doing the hospital residency, and I started doing part-time. I was, started working in some offices, and then what ended up happening was I was placing Nobel, 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 and then in 09, I shifted to bio. Why? I took Mish. Mish. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I was taking Mish in actually in the U.S., in Michigan, so there would be like five sessions, and every few months, I'd drive down to, to, to Detroit. I would take for the weekend, I'd come back. And when I started with Mish, I was like, no way, I'm not switching. I'm happy with Nobel, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, drink the Kool-Aid, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, only a matter I, of know, time. I've had the pleasure of seeing him speak live and getting to meet him a couple times before he passed away. And it's easy to drink the Kool-Aid when he's just, I mean, you just kind of like, like what, like you're a deer in headlights. You know what I mean? You're just like, oh my God, Absolutely. that guy is brilliant. And well, in the cases, that- I mean, gosh. You know, you almost want to follow the protocol to a T. He literally wrote the book on it. Absolutely, yeah. he's he's the he's the godfather. I mean, in in our time, in our in our in our society right now, I'd say that of anybody that has done implants or have learned implants in the last 30, 35 years, it's it's a lot of the a lot of the stuffs on Mish. You know, a yeah. lot of well, you hear that all on four, none on three. Not that yeah, I necessarily agree absolutely. with that, but that term still sticks around. Yeah, and and you know what? So I started t- placing the bio. And I'd say I, I'm probably a good 70% bio now. Um, and you do Strawman as well, correct? Some Strawman, yeah. So Yeah, because I've seen your posts and, and implant companies have to love you. And I know I know that's not why you're probably taking the pictures the way you do, but it is they're beautiful. Just, I mean, just the yeah, angle, it's what, different. It's have you, to that point, have you ha- had any of the implant companies reach out to you for like their catalog work? Because I feel like you, Eduardo, you know, there's a few of you that really oh, showcase the implants better than any corporate photo I've ever seen. And it's like, that's what should be in their pamphlets and catalogs. So funny you say that because what ended up happening was I was, well, a couple of my pictures have been on covers of journals. Um, you know, there's, there's an implant journal in Canada that goes across it, uh, quarterly. So they've, they've plopped it on the front cover, asked me if they could use it. Okay. No problem. But, um, and I've, okay. So I, I've offered, I'd say, I'd say, I'm like, okay, you want to use it? No problem. Let me know. Uh, I don't care. I mean, 
but I, I've I've suggested to them myself. I, they haven't even come to me. It's literal um, dental porn. It's too risque for the company. <laughs> <laughs> Which you is know. funny because, you know, I, listen, I have no opinion on this for the sake of my job because I can't lose it right now. <laughs> but um, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. I will, I will say, I will say in the catalog, it's like the catalog is not for, you know, just every Joe walking down the street. It is for doctors who place implants. You know what I mean? So they do Absolutely. like to see the blood. So, yeah, yeah, I would like, and, you know, I mean, just like with Adamo and Hugh Freedy stuff, right? Like, I mean, I think it's Hugh Freedy. He does some stuff for maybe Bisco too. But I mean, that's the way you showcase the product because it's art, you know, like I, some of these things I'd love to have is like, you know, big canvases in my office and I don't even Absolutely. place these things. No, for my sure. kids love this stuff. It's so funny. Like sometimes they'll go, ew, but most of the time. They're just like, whoa, that's so cool, Daddy. At least the, my older one, uh, he loves this stuff. But and Alan's actually, one of the best. Your, your photos, and he was, he was like, that's really pretty. What is that? I'm like, it's an implant. He goes, that's a mouth because <laughs> it was a real <laughs> close up. I'm like, yeah, but he's like, yeah. <laughs> Al, Alan's yeah, definitely I, one of the best. I think you are you, when it like, and and I, I assume you started. Did you do photography before meeting with Eduardo and taking one of their courses, or did you? So how did that all so, come about? So, I mean, I was always into photography and I was always into interested to get my, my pictures, you know, up to par and, and, you know, crystal clear, perfect. Um, you know, you know that, you know, all the European lectures, their, their photography is amazing. You know, right. I look at, uh, you know, you see these guys come in from Italy and from, from all areas of Europe or, you know, Spain and they, they put in these lectures and they're like, you, they blow your mind, not only with the photography, but the the graphics and, and how the flow of, of it, you know, just so clean, smooth, crisp and modern. And, and, you know, and I, and I fell in love with this stuff and I'm like, man, I need to up my photography game. And I had the, I had the tools, I had the camera, I had the lenses. I'm okay. What's the next step? How are they getting this? The, the, you know, some of these lectures, how are they getting such high quality pictures? And so what ended up happening was I actually got in touch with Eduardo and I'm like, dude, this was like a few years ago. And I'm like, what's your next course in, in, uh, in the States? And he's like, well, I got one in New York, but where are you? I'm like, I'm in Toronto. He's like, all good. I'm, I'll come to Toronto. I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's, let's do it. <laughs> you know? So, I mean, I put, I, and I'm, I'm a editor in chief of, of, of that implant journal I was telling you about. Uh, so the publisher, he also puts on a lot of continued education courses, C courses all over the country. And he's like, I'm like, why don't we bring him in? He's like, let's do it. So we started marketing and so on. And we, we started bringing Jesus and Eduardo in and they've been here a few times. And the first time they came in, I, you know, I brought, I helped them bring them in and, you know, they gave me some pointers here and there. And then off I went to another level. Oh dude, they're, those guys yeah. are amazing. I, I first met yeah. them on Instagram and then we met in person for the first time in the Middle East and they became family instantly. Like those guys are just incredible and, and so talented. Like, and, and they, they've been literally over, I mean, I think they've taught courses in probably 30, 40 countries at this yeah, point. It's crazy. I mean, they're flying all over the place. They, they live out of suitcase. I mean, a lot of yeah. time. Literally. <laughs> I actually stayed at Chewy's apartment in Madrid uh, really? about a year ago. My wife and I went to uh, Madrid and then Valencia and he's like, brother, I'm going to uh, New York to teach a course. So just here's the keys to my flat. You and your wife just stay here. Don't get a hotel. Just stay, have a good time. And so we just like slid the key under the door after we locked it and left it alone. And I saw him like a year later at DIA. <laughs> Somebody trusted you with their... <laughs> I know, right? What the hell? Dude, Dude your logo's badass too. 
I gotta say that the capital A and lowercase a cursive. That's that's sick, man. That's uh, that one I got. I got done a while ago. I mean, that's my initial logo. That's all my business cards and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, it's just nice. You so I feel like you just you're an artist. You know, not just in dentistry, but like you have a real eye for this stuff. This is really cool. Like well, I, I mean, always loved your photos before I actually fully knew who you were. This is about a year ago. You were one of the actually first people I started following just because the images grabbed me. And so that's why I started following you. Yeah, and thank uh, you. But it's I just mean, really impressive stuff. So, I mean, to me, I mean, it, it's just like, you know, you look at like, you know, Michael Appa, you know, uh, and some of these yeah. other big names sure. around the world. And it's all about, they create an image, right? They create, you create a culture mm-hmm. um, and, and it kind of, a lot of times the image and the culture kind of drags you in. Now, I mean, I don't do, uh, you know, full arch veneer aesthetic cases. It's a little bit of a different story, right? So it's not like you're going to mark, you're going to mark yourself straight to the, to the general public. I mean, because a lot of times he's right. the capability of, do, of doing that. Um, or most of the time he does, but I mean, in, in, in the people around you, you always want to create a, you know, a proper image of yourself or what you want your image to be. And I think that's important. I, I think that if you want to sh- structure your business, not only just the business, but the implant side of things, you, you know, if you want to play the part, you got to act the part and so on and so forth. No, but you know, I, I, I do hate that Instagram is punishing your work now though. And it, and it happens to me obviously, but this whole censored thing where they're doing the censored layer on your photo yeah. I just drives me insane. I, I liked it at first, but like when you go to your portfolio or your page and stuff, it it's that is your your canvas, right? And that's fair. Of yeah, all the, the things right. that are on social media and offensive, you know, it, I don't know. I, I just I know it's based on the algorithm and how many red pixels they're getting and all that stuff. So it's kind of like automatic, I think, at this point. But you you have some of the I mean I nerd out with the bloody pictures I I mean you know surgical gourmet and some of these other guys they always talk about everybody always loves the bloody photos those tend to get the most engagement and you embrace like that. I think when it comes in the feed though when you see you know see photo to click here I think that actually probably grabs attention uh, because you're curious right but I do agree when you click on your page and you're like really. Like I know why I'm here. Like yeah, it's just <laughs> annoying. I, I think it's still. I just think it's really annoying because then it it's, it takes away that initial. You only have three seconds or a split second to catch someone's attention span, right? And it almost adds a speed bump in that, or it's not a speed bump, but it just it makes it a little. Well, tough. Alan, what do you think? Because our opinion really is irrelevant. But well, <laughs> what do you think about it? I mean, I think a bit of both. I mean, I, yeah. I mean, the, it's actually funny. I don't know if you saw. You had. Um, you you who you had uh, Mr. Australia on uh, I think a couple weeks ago. Uh, Atia, yeah. Atia was on, and he reposted one of my because you know the whole algorithm. Let's break your algorithm that was going on in the last yeah. few days. So you know you you hit fi- you know give him a little fire and you and you start reposting other people's stuff. So me and him were playing. So he posts one of my pictures up, um, and he's like the man the man with the most uh, censored pictures on Instagram. <laughs> it was funny um but i mean he's right um now do i get upset about it i mean not really i mean i just go about my business and if if it happens it happens but i mean i think a little bit of both yes it's annoying from one perspective but i also do agree that if you see that you're like hmm i want to see what's behind the blur now yeah. By yeah. the way, Atia did say he was like, "Oh my God, you're getting you're getting him on." Tell him I said what's up and ask him 
I was like, you got a question for him? You want to relay to him? And he's like, yeah, ask him what makes him such a badass. That was his question. I was like, that, that's what you got for me, David. <laughs> he's a, he's a character, right? Eh? Um, oh, he's the best. Yeah. So I, I, I mean, it's, it's a bit of both. It's annoying. It's because it's been happening more and more. I think they're, they're pushing it more and more, but I think once you start having a lot of censored pictures that they mark censored, they automatically want to put censors on all your pictures. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm wondering if I, I put a nice smile shot on some aesthetic, you know, pro prosto shot on if I'm actually going to get censoring on it as well or not. That's how you break the algorithm right there. <laughs> Screw exactly. that. Do what you're doing. It's awesome. <laughs> like, what, I don't think you change what, for that. You must be very like poised and calm natured because a lot of these shots that you post, I mean, they're like three threads in, right? You got a full flap mandible yeah. and, you know, you know, doing some immediate cases and you've got these implants about 50% buried and you're busting out and doing this a very amazing artistic photo. Like how, running in between 12 offices, is, I, I mean, I would think that that's a very busy lifestyle. What gives you this kind of composure to take the time to do all this artwork? So, I mean, one is I'm not a, I'm going to, I'm not one of these, you know, very nervous kind of guys. Uh, I'm kind of, you know, happy go lucky. Uh, when I do practice, um, you know, it's always a pos positive energy with, with, if it's with the staff, with the patients, um, it's never, even if, you know, there's a complication that's occurring while there's surgery going on, I'm never, never nervous. I never get tense. Just, you know, let's go with the flow. I've done it so for, I've been doing it for so many years. It's going to be okay. Um, and I run at a quick pace, uh, in terms of the procedure wise, in terms of the surgery, in terms of follow-ups, in terms of all, everything that I told you, I probably say on average day from, let's say if I'm, if I'm working from nine to five between some surgeries, some consults, some follow-ups, I'm seeing a good 20 patients a day. Really? You know? Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's and so, awesome. and so what ends up happening is that I, I don't, I'm not taking photos every single time because obviously if I'm writing a tight schedule and a tight ship and I only got, let's say an hour for a certain procedure that I'm doing, if I start busting out, you know, my soft boxes and my camera and so on and so forth, it's going to, you know, put me back at least 10, 15 minutes that I, that I need in that surgery. So the, the, I know more or less if I'm going to do, uh, pictures, I'll, I'll pick and choose which case is coming up that I'm going to do pictures on. Okay. And so that allows me uh, enough time to do complete the procedure enough time without having a having to rush or anything, and so that's how I plan it out in terms of the photography. So that way, it's okay to okay, you know, okay, I'm taking my gloves off, everything's coming off. Okay, retract, suction here, suction there. Okay, boom. Okay, got that. Ah, let's do it one more time. I don't like the angle. I you know, let's do it again. And so that's how I plan it. I, I got to make sure I have enough time for the actual uh, photography. Okay. Yeah, that makes it's, sense. It's, it's not a spur of the moment kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. No, well, I that's mean, why he's he, able to do it. He's planning, Blake. I don't know what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, you know, they're again, they're very advantageous shots, and um, I, I think they're incredible work, dude. I really, I get off on seeing these things like that you guys post, but you know, I, um, I, I do. I'm you, sorry, Blake. Keep going. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, you know, do you do you tend to teach? Uh, now that you're, you've kind of mastered this craft, do you teach photography courses? Or are you doing your own teaching of implant courses and things like that? So I've been teaching for a while. Um, not, not the, the, uh, photography part of it, but I've been teaching from basic implant surgery placement. I've been doing that for quite a while. I've been doing uh full art rehab, uh, courses. You know, you've, you've see, uh, 
you know, you see our buddy, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh, Nashville there. Exactly. And he just call him the hair, right? Just yeah, the hair. The hair the exactly. Hair. So he's been doing it for a while. Um, well, I, what is it? Year, for a year about now, I've been doing the full arch rehab course. It's like the two day course uh, for about five, six years now. And I'll do it once or twice a year locally in Toronto. And okay. what ended up happening was we, we, we would do, um, you know, lectures and tabletop hands on the first day, um, where, you know, we, we have them place dummy, some dummy implants, multi-unit abutments, do their conversion, uh, you know, tabletop, so on and so forth. And the second day I would do live surgery and we do live conversion and, and, you know, the doctors or, or if it's a technician was there, so when they watch everything and they can watch any part, they ask questions while I'm doing the surgery, so on and so forth. Um, so I've been doing that for quite a while. And I've also been doing some, uh, we've been doing hands-on, we call it, uh, what's the name for it? By Horizons actually puts it on, where we'll do four days through the year, where we pick like a Friday every few months, where doctors will submit their surgery cases a few, a few weeks before, I have to approve them, and it's a full day of surgery. They come in with their patients. And they do surgery, and I kind of oversee all the surgeries and make sure everything's running properly, oh, wow. and, nice. and, and and teach them. It's like a mini That's residency awesome. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because there's a lot of these doctors that will take these, you know, courses, intro to implants, and they still won't place implants on their own because they don't have the confidence or they're worried about it. So, hundred percent. This these kind of courses help them to get that confidence level back up where they're not sure about, and we'll do these um, throughout the year, every year. So. If they yeah, want to you do need to get your gloves dirty with an expert over your shoulder. I think there's so much to that. That's that's the key component to going to, into them into your practice and actually doing them. Absolutely. Sorry, my brain's spinning right now. I'm thinking like, how cool would it be to do that course and have you teaching somebody doing the surgery live on implant repair? Sorry, I'm just I got both of you here. I'm just like thinking about that in my head. Like that's yeah, the kind of stuff. Marketing that's like awesome. He always knows how to do it. I love it. No, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> I get nothing from it. So how, how, how do they do that in Canada? How, because like in the U.S., like it's state by state. So um, with the live surgery stuff, as long as they're licensed in Canada, can they operate? Yeah. Okay. Blake so, still hasn't figured out how Canada works, whether it's provinces. Yeah. Or well, it, it's or, the same. Like I still got, think you, it's France and Russia combined. I'm I'm still mixed up with <laughs> what it is. Absolutely. Uh, uh, so basically, what ends up happening is. Well, a pro you got to think of a province like a state. You know, right. each state, each province is separate. Ontario is like one state. You know, Manitoba is another state. British Columbia is another state. You know, that that falls under Canada. So obviously, right. if you're licensed to pra practice in in uh, Ontario, um, you're not licensed to practice in in uh, another province. But you can get the licensing very easily. Okay, it, it's just a matter of kind of okay. So, but it is easy to obtain. Yeah, absolutely. So. And okay. all of the, some of them will also, if you're coming to take a course that's hands-on from, from out of another province, they almost have the college as like a, you know, three-day, okay, we'll cover you. Here's a few hundred bucks and you could do, uh, work on some patients for over the course, uh, for on some patients, you know. Oh, nice. Okay. But See, it's a little bit more cumbersome in the States. There's only like a few States that allow that, yep. that cross-pollination there like that. Most of them will make you be from within the state. Yeah, I know. It's frustrating I, I, because I've looked at the states before in terms of getting licensing in certain areas. I mean, just when I was thinking, I'm like, okay, you know, I'd like to move to South Florida. Florida <laughs> <laughs> hey, is like one of the hardest. I, it's I, one of the trashiest states. Oh, my God. It's like <laughs> it's impossible. a good place for implants, though. I tell you what. That is a lot of old people. 
A lot of old people. Absolutely. But they're, they, there are the absolute worst. These guys are like, no offense, but like Nazis of like, for, for, in terms of getting your, your, uh, your licensing in, in Florida, you know, it's called Al Pacino to handle them. Absolutely. <laughs> Call Pacino. <laughs> so, so what we do is I'll, I'll teach the course in, in Toronto. Uh, so like what I was just telling you about the four days throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done one in, in Manitoba. And the funny thing is, I don't need to get involved really. Like I, so I could stand back behind their shoulder and I don't really need to be licensed there more, more or less. I, I could let, okay, no, no, go do this, go do that. And I kind of hand guide them through it if I need to, you know what I mean? So, okay, I, yeah. I, so I don't necessarily have to get my hands wet uh, or dirty uh, at most, I'd say 99.9% of the time. I don't think I, I've gotten involved um, maybe twice out of hundreds of cases. Okay. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this: Is are you doing a lot of digital workflow then? If you're doing twelve offices that you're working out of, or you're doing these remote kind of planning, I assume that everything's just moved to fully digital for you, or as so, best as you can. So, good question. Uh, from what perspective, when you say digital, are you talking about from surgeries all the way to prosto, or a certain area? Both, sure, I actually, mean, I mentioned yeah, the whole all gamut. components. So. I'll be the only one to tell you is that, or, or ver- I don't know if you heard this actually, maybe I'm not the only one. I find for surgery, digital slows me down. Wow. Yep. It, it doesn't does. surprise me when he's been doing it this long and, and that yeah. many implants. It slows me down. I, I mean, I've done it before. I, listen, I do digital imaging. I do CBCTs, you know, t- to see measurements and plan out the case and so on. But if I have a guide or bone reduction guide or guide to surgery, it slows me down. I, I just, I've done in sequence, I've done all these, you know, full arch guided surgeries and so on. And I find it's, it listen, if you're doing a double arch, it's, it's quick, but the problem is, um, you know, there's certain things of it and aspects that I like and certain aspects that I don't like from it. Can you name what those are? Cause I love this topic, by the way, guided versus, especially with full arch because so, yeah, so my, I'll let my, you go. Yeah. So my issue with guided is one is well, as everybody knows, you put that guide on and if it's not on yep. properly. Perfect. It's off. It's all you, shot. You, you, you're, the only time you know is when you're at the end, when you get to the prosto and you're about to convert and you're like, oh shit. <laughs> oh well, no, the bite's completely well, off. It's completely off. Oh my God, nothing's fitting. Now you're screwed. Now you got to go to manual uh, automatically. You can't do anything else. That's one. Two is I don't like the fact that you're, you're going through this guide and you can't really feel that well the density of the bone. So you could get screwed by the, by the fact that you can't get good initial stability. And if you can't get a good initial stability, well, there goes your immediate all on that you want to do. That's two. Three is I don't like the fact that with whatever, however it's planned. What if I want to add an extra implant somewhere or, or here or there? Well, I can't because it's already planned the way it is with the certain amount of size implants, the diameter and so on. So I can't add another implant. And if I do add an implant, I can, but maybe I have to bury it and I have to expose it and go back in later on. But that defeats the whole purpose of, of guided. That's what we were uh, just talking about with Phil, Shane, uh, uh, with the smile in a box, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, theoretically it's a great idea, and it can be unbelievable if 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 you see the guide perfectly. If the guide see it perfectly, it's a dream scenario, right? Yeah. If not, it is a nightmare scenario. Absolutely. So things so, change in surgery quite often. Absolutely, absolutely. So Putterman loves it. 
you know, he's used it a lot. I've seen, uh, you know, we've talked about it. You can't trust that guy, though. He's, oh, he's that guy? <laughs> he's the best, man. <laughs> so, be- beautiful work. The guy's awesome. Um, so he, he uses it. Uh, I know a lot of people that use it in sequence. Uh, I know Phil does freehand. So do I. Have I done God before? Absolutely. Uh, is it for everybody? No, I don't think so. And I mean, I did a, for example, I did, a, I, I could do a one arch the other day, actually, before this lockdown, I started the surgery at 1030. We had the patient converted and the teeth in and patient uh, was done. Everything was ready to go home at 130. Done. That's all. Awesome. Yeah. Freehand, nice. you know, yeah. um, can you do it quicker? I'm sure you can, but I mean, there's a few of you though, that are like savants like that. You don't, you just. You just visualize it very their, well. You just their have guide is in their head. Yeah. It's their hands. It's 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 like a CBCT in your head. I've seen – there's a few guys I know down here who can do that, kind of look at it be like, all right, I got it. And they mapped it out in their heads. For sure. And I think that's – definitely not everybody can do that though. And so guides help, but I still think they need the fundamentals to do it freehand, you know, always. And you just – you've done enough to know, right? You know what it's going to finish as. And I think that you see it from the prosthetic side when you're doing the surgery, right? You kind of visualize where that's going to end up. Whereas a lot of people struggle just kind of visualizing it. And um, it, it's, it's, it's fun to watch too in surgery. It really is. Yeah. But the, one, one thing I always warn beginners, I mean, they see – I present like a, you know, a full arch – rehab I, i'll do a lecture for an hour or for some you know event or so on and, and i have one lecture that i give in terms of you know fully guided digital plans you know f- all full arch in a day you know and, and i'll throw in you know the in sequence guide and i'll show the in sequence the, the the imaging on on the screen how they plan the case out and so on and i show them all the stuff and you could see the the, you know, the eyeballs are widening and they're like salivating. They're like, oh my God, this is awesome. Blah, blah, blah. Where, where do I get this? Where can I get started? I'm like, okay. And at the end, <clears throat> I all, I calm them all down because I can see they're like, they're boiling. They're getting ready to get, get going. They're like, oh shit, I'm going to order this up on Monday morning. Oh my God. I'm like, <laughs> okay, guys, now take a chill pill. Take it easy. Take a Valium because this is not for beginners. You know, this is more harder than it looks. You shouldn't be start. You know, this is not a beginner's thing. You should learn how to do freehand and and master that part before you do the full full arch guided stuff. Because if you get screwed while you're doing the surgery or something is not right, well, guess what? You got to go manual. Yeah, you don't want to freak out in that moment. Yeah, that's not a good thing. To me, to me, I something like a full arch, fully guided in terms of bone reduction. And and placement and everything else. I don't think that's a beginner's uh, or, or somebody that's placed a few implants guided. You know, a single here, a double here, a single here, a double there. Shouldn't be jumping to something like that. You know, right away. Well, I think you you should separate full arch from from single implants. Anyways, it is a whole different ball game. Absolutely. Would you agree with that? Okay. Absolutely. Um, what about guided surgery with you know? regular manual guides for single implants. Let's say in an aesthetic case, it's a young female, number nine, high smiling, like one of those nightmare mm-hmm. cases. Yeah. In that scenario, is that a scenario where you would do, you know, a, a guide? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've done it both ways. I've, I've, I've had guide. So, so what happens is obviously, as we all know, it's a prosthetically driven process. So, I mean, I'm in, I work with so many different dentists that are restoring these cases. Um, and so some like, uh, for me to do it, or they'll, or they'll, we'll do the guided planning. Some trust me to do it which way I want to. 
Um, and depending on the, the patient, like you said, high smile line and so on, yeah, I might, I might plan a guided surgery with, with the lab. Um, so I have the implant exact proper position from the re restorative perspective. Absolutely. Dude, you've got to be so busy when like, again, when communicating with 12 people, I'm just thinking like, that's, that's actually, that's pretty tough to manage. I would imagine. I mean, yeah, it, you, you obviously do it well, but I'm just saying like for the average Joe, that's, that's not very easy. I mean, you got a journal, <laughs> you've got courses, you have do you dealt very with many dental offices, Blake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, no, I mean, yeah, having 12 people that you, you know, you communicate with because they all communicate differently, I'm sure. Um, absolutely. So, yeah. I mean, so here's a perfect example. So, I mean, I have out of those 12, I'd say seven to eight of those are kind of offset. I'm in at least three times, uh, three to four times a month. Okay. The other four, I'm in like half a day, twice a month kind of thing. You know what I mean? So, I've got kind of the workhorses and yeah, the other true. ones that are, you know, smaller offices, but you know, they still, uh, they still are busy. And I, I mean, I've, I've been with them so long. I'm kind of loyal guy. So all these offices that I'm in, I've been with for years. They're not like offices that call me out of the blue and say, Hey, uh, we've got an implant here. Can you come in tomorrow? I mean, I'm scheduled in these offices four or five months in advance. I know my schedule going forward. Okay. I got a question for you actually, cause I've got yeah. some guys who do similar things. And I like to go in and train those offices how to find cases, teach the team. What is your protocol when you like add an office? Do you have somebody to go train them? Do you, hey, let's look at you know the history of your patients. Let's see what cases are there. Like, how do you start that intro into a practice? I mean, so a couple ways. I mean, one is I I speak to the the, the dentist and I speak to the to I guess some of the front desk staff on how I like to run things uh, personally in terms of how. Uh, things should be treatment planned. Um, I tell obviously the dentist because I mean the dentist is kind of if you want to call it at the top and it kind of triple trickles down from that perspective. So if sure. I get I, if I get the principal or any dentist on there on board with with respect to kind of how I feel it should work and if they are in agreement, I mean that's going to trickle down to the rest of their staff. Um, so I kind of kind of set that in line at the beginning uh, in our initial meeting our meetings and then yeah I mean if if I'm Let's say uh, it's a, a BioHorizons doctor. They like they they're they're happy with BioHorizons. And and by the way, that's kind of how my implant choice works. I've got uh, some BioHorizons doctors that like BioHorizons. I've got some that like, prefer Stroman. Um, sure. So that's how it works. It's not it's two not, great companies, you know. Absolutely. So I, it's not like oh, I prefer in this case that, or I prefer in that case that. I have one office that doesn't care what I place. So it really depends on kind of what I see in that patient, I'm like, how I'm feeling. I'm like, yeah, you know, I, you know, let's go with a, um, you know, taper pro here, you know? Sure. Um, you so, also get to kind of play around with some products ahead of time too. I've noticed, right. You, yeah, you're yeah. a beta tester. Yeah. So you saw, I was playing with that, uh, Camlog progressive. Yeah. Yeah. That was the first time I got to see it in action. It was like, Oh, it's on Instagram. <laughs> like I just yeah. heard about this the other day. Absolutely. So what, what ended up happening is, well, I'm speaking to uh, Stuart about this. Uh, you know, Stuart. Stuart's a good buddy for both of us too. Absolutely. So, because I'm doing so many full arches, and I've done full arches with Nobel, I've done with Nobel products with uh, By Horizons. I've tried Hyosin. I've tried MIS. I've tried. I've test played with all of them, and so I have a good. Uh, I've even tried actually the Neoden GMs. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. They're fine. 
Um, yeah, and you're seeing that on full arts. Um, not so much singles, like you said, but they tend to be mostly used on a full arts case uh, yeah. versus the singles. Absolutely. So, so I told Stuart, I'm like, look, I, I mean, I'm placing these catalog progressives. I like the stability. I like the connection. You know, this is one thing that Bi Horizon is missing for quite a, a while is that, you know, that conical connection. Um, so now it's arrived because, I mean, what was the big poo poo on Bi Horizons for, in the last little while? Well, you know, all these companies have the connect, conical connection. It's a better connection. You only got, you know, a straight wall hex, you know, and, and if you look at, Link of Vicious and, and, and his stuff, he always say, he's, that's one of the things is the connection of the conical connection is a better connection with respect to zero bone loss. So I'm like, okay, now you've got this conical connection on a BioHorizons body. Let's play with it. So I've been placing a bunch of them. Really great implant. I love it. And then I said to her, okay, we got it. We're the multi unit. So Stuart's like, listen, they're, 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 in, they're, they're, they're getting manufactured. They were playing with them, they're testing them. I'm okay. Bring them over. Let's send them over. I'm going to test them for you. You know, we're preaching. You're preaching to the choir right here, my friend. <laughs> Absolutely. So, and the reason why I pl I'm placing these implants is because I don't know if you're aware, um, Nello was on this ball right away when it first happened with respect to grabbing health can approval for these implants. Right when 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 they he heard that they were done and they were being, were being used in Europe and I think Steve awesome. and the guys in at, in the U.S. were like ah, I don't know I don't so they were behind the eight ball before they got the FDA papers going so that's why Nella brought them in here first and as soon as they sh the shipment arrived I mean they drove over for, to me the next day I'm like okay here go. <laughs> okay, great. Well, I think go. part of that too is just Camlog is it's a big implant in Canada, right? In the US, not so much. And so I think that was part of it too. It was just like, well, we're doing pretty good. We keep growing year after year. Do we need this? And it's nice to hear though, a clinician's opinion who's done so many that like, listen, I don't go promote products anymore until I hear from guys I trust yep. that like, this is the real deal. Because that's important. Because the last thing you want to do is get something to do when your client's hands, and then they blame you forever because it wasn't what you thought it was. Absolutely. You know. Yeah. Well, how did that happen with Camlog and and BioHorizons? Because Camlog was an OG implant back in the day. Well, Shine acquired um, BioHorizons, <laughs> and so they pushed it under but, that arm. But did Camlog start with with uh, Henry Shine, or does it start independently and get acquired? I don't know that. Actually. Independently, it was independent yeah, out of Germany. Okay. Yeah, independently and Shine acquired it, and then okay. you know, Shire, Shine acquired Bio, and they're like, "Look, I mean, you know, we're we're two companies under the same umbrella. Why are we fighting with each other? Let's kind of yeah. put the best of both worlds and see what we can do to make uh, a better product." And and that was it. And I think that you saw uh, in some of the, my posts, uh, in my stories with respect to the Camlock, it's in a, in the Camlock packaging. But from what I gather from 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 the higher bees is that when it's ev eventually um, FDA approved and so on, uh, you will have Bi Horizons packaging on it and so on. It's going to be a Bi Horizons. Yeah, it's, it's the, actually the, kind of a dope logo. It's a Camlog with Bi Horizons logo. Yeah, so I saw they it. I didn't want to kill either brand because in different markets, each one's very, very strong. And yeah, so it's, it's cool. really kind of cool, actually. Yeah, IDS Absolutely. Germany, Camlog had a pretty nice little setup. Y'all did a, it was, it was really Germany, neat seeing their booth. Crush yeah. Because they're out of Germany. They're dominant. Like the way BioHorizons distributes Camlog here, it's like a flip that in Germany. Yeah. Where they lead with Camlog and BioHorizons like, well, you want this? We have this too. And I think, uh, you know, same thing in Canada, both systems, BioHorizons and Camlog are, are you know, 
That's where I saw y'all's ceramic implant. It was IDS. So it's, it's it's Camlog's name. I can't remember. I, think I still don't have access to it. I can't wait. To I think it's it. called Serilog or something like that. I don't know. I like that, yeah. Um, and I want to say it's a two piece, but I remember seeing it out there under the Camlog name. But y'all y'all had a pretty nice little representation there at IDS. It's cool looking. Yeah. yeah. German but, company and Camlog. So so now Nello's like. Uh, I think their offices are in are are in Switzerland for Camlog, but they're manufactured in Germany. So he's like, "Hey, you want a Swiss implant? We got a Swiss implant now too. Not just a U.S. one." <laughs> Love it. I, I, I think you're better okay, off keeping the German Nello, name. Next time you tell talk to Nello because uh, Mark Lepresti and him kind of managed uh, the U.S. North America together, and then then it kind of they split. And, and Lepresti is managing the U.S. and yep. Nello's doing Canada. So please tell him I said it. Uh, Shane said hello. I Absolutely. love Nello. He's been amazing to me. He's just a great dude. If we were actually texting this morning. Actually, he's like, "Are you still That's alive? Awesome. What's going on? Are you? How's the isolation? Like, are you going? really going to go on that podcast? Oh Lord! <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's too morons. He's never heard of it. He's never heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I, I I hope we weather the storm fast. You especially. I hope you're 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 putting screws and faces in a short amount of time, man. Uh, Thank you, sir. Is, Thank you. This is crazy. Um, you know, keep in touch. Through uh, social media, but more importantly, man, we missed you at DIA this year. So I know we got to figure something out, man. We got we got to meet up in person. Well, Well, hopefully, we'll be good for DIA this year. I mean, where all the dust settles. Yeah, the guys want to meet tomorrow. So crash. I got a whole I got a whole bunch of people sleeping on my floor for DIA three three point oh. There you go. Maybe we'll just do a we'll do a course beforehand too. We'll just you know make it a big long party just so we can keep you down here longer. Yeah, we got the surgical influence course coming. I think we need to do an A. Listen, I I, this is gold right here. Uh, You should call your courses the AA courses. You know what I mean? (laughs) Absolutely. It's the AA meeting. I think that would just crush. To be honest with you, why not? And you heard it here first. (laughs) (laughs) But honestly. Love floor. meeting you. You, your, your energy is incredible, and it, and thank it's you, actually put me in a much better mood than I was in. So thank you for that. Could be in a panty, it. Shane. Get over it. It's just hey, a freaking quarantine. Way, you, know, you know, I was supposed to in the next week and a half, week or so, I was supposed to be taken off to Kiev to teach a course. I was going. I was doing the. I saw oh, that. Yeah. They ain't gonna let you in now. <laughs> well, that's exactly it. So we're we we're supposed to do a the, the full art rehab course two days in Kiev, and it was there was about almost. Uh, 300 people going to be t- attending this course. It was a little crazy. Um, and we had to cancel, obviously. We to, we'll postpone it uh, indefinitely till the fall sometime. So that was my first one outside of uh, of the country. Be, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. You know, Philly's been bothering me to get up there, and I'll, I don't really make trips to Canada often. So. I'm coming to Toronto, by the way, because he's about to say that, and yep. I've heard it's an amazing city. So I'm tagging. Come on, along. let's do it. Let's do a do a live surgery week or week up there in Toronto. I'll bring one of my video guys, man. We'll come up and hang out, party in Toronto, and uh, and get a couple surgeries so I can write it off and Absolutely. have some fun. Man. <laughs> Done. You'll love it. Yeah. Love it. So, once we get offline, actually, I've got some questions for you because I would love to talk to you about well, we can't travel anywhere. I've got people asking me questions down here about their study clubs. Maybe we can do Blake could throw me a bone or something like that. We could do some like virtual study club thing. But I, I still would, answer your call. Is that enough enough of a bone? Like, come on. Sometimes. Man. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, thanks for joining us, brother. This is awesome. No problem. Anytime. Appreciate it. Awesome, guys. We'll catch you next time on the All In Podcast. Thanks for listening to the All In Podcast. See you next time.